Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this wonderful Thursday morning. Hope everybody had a great night's sleep and you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day running. I'm sure as soon as your feet hit the floor, you was like, yes, another day. I can't wait. And then there are those who are looking at me saying someone should kill you. How can anybody be that excited this early in the morning? What is wrong with you? Do you do drugs? No, I'm naturally this ridiculously stupid. <laughs> so all my life I've had to hear that, all my life. And even in school, people would raise their heads up from their desk and say, somebody ought to kill you. <laughs> and uh, sadly, I probably get that from my wife and daughter every morning as well. Why? Why can Matt just be calm just for a little while? I can't help it. But it catch me about midday, and then that's when I'm like... I want to you know about half asleep, but in the mornings I'm ready and raring to go. So anyway, hope you are too. Let's see what we got watching this morning. Let's see: Amy Oaks, Turner, Karen Smith, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy, Kim Stevens, Hensley, Darlene Barker, Tracy Little, Brandy Boyd, Young Angel, Dixie, Jennifer Honeycutt. Appreciate all you wonderful. Uh, was it, uh, what did that woman say on the, on the, uh, uh, was it that show they did, a documentary about the, the queer guy that had the, the tigers, uh, all you cool cats and kittens, that's it. <laughs> Good morning to all you cool cats and kittens. There you go. So, all right, my friends. Well, she was a nut, wasn't she? All right, let's go ahead and do our morning pledge of allegiance. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I'll make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Awesome. Alrighty. Good morning, Mike Hensley. Appreciate you tuning in, my kind friend. Well, thank you uh, uh, that we uh, think, praise God that we can say these wonderful pledges I say each and every morning. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, it amazes me, uh, this, uh, the mentality of the liberal left, it will never cease to amaze me. And if I ever did understand it, then I would really worry and be scared. But uh, you when know, you have Stacey Abrams saying that you should have, uh, you know, if you're having problems with inflation, uh, that uh, you should have an abortion, that abortion is alternative to high prices. It's just, okay, so killing a human life has no, no uh, meaning at all whatsoever. And then you got this, the lunatic uh, wanting to release 15 uh, million barrels of oil as if it's going to help our um, uh, skyrocketing gas prices when we use 20 million a day. You know, the, the logic there. You know, heaven forbid. You know, so it hurts the environment if we drill, frack, uh, you know, produce oil in this country. But if you do it in other countries, that doesn't hurt the environment, apparently. I, I don't know. It's just the, the asinine, Swiss-cheesed, just schizophrenic thinking of the liberal left is just uh, mind-boggling and all we can do is pray that the senate and the house is took over by the conservative republicans and pray that they'll do something most of them are spineless and won't do a 
daggone thing. So hope and pray that they will make a difference and do something to stand up to the tyranny in which we are facing. I'm telling you guys, it's getting worse every day. Do you see this in New York, man? They're illegal immigrants, all right? They're illegally here, all right? They broke the law. And what is happening? They built them a fancy tent. They got Xboxes, not fancy sheets. They got even the homeless are complaining because of how they, these illegals are being treated. It just amazes me how you can break the law. But you have to look at the bigger picture of the agenda that they want to use these individuals because they think that they can get uh, them to vote Democrat, and therefore they can gain the power they're wanting. That's that's what the, that's what this whole thing's about. If they thought all these illegals were going to vote conservative, they would toss them right back out of the country. So you got you know, people aren't stupid; they know what they're doing. But anyway, all right, my friends. Our verse of discussion this morning is Second Timothy verse. Ha! All right, let's do this again. Second Timothy chapter two, verses three through four. All right, here we go. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. All right. Praise the Lord for that wonderful verse this morning. You may not know this, and then again, you may. You all are bright and smart individuals. But for those who do not know, the song Onward Christian Soldiers was actually based on this passage of Scripture. And uh, I always, every time I think of that song, I, always, I mean, I've always liked the song, always enjoyed it. But for some reason, I always think of Little House on the Prairie. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they sung it on there many times as I watched it growing up. But I always think of Little House on the Prairie. But anyway, you know, uh, it is uh, one thing that we have to understand as uh, soldiers in God's army is that uh, we may have to understand that we will face suffering and embrace suffering. You know, uh, I heard a guy say one time that uh, you know everybody has pain. Everybody deals with pain. Instead of running from the pain, run to the pain. And then try to understand and use that in a way to help you make your life better, uh, to build upon that. And that's one thing, you know, when we go through trials, that's what builds us, that's what shapes us. How we respond to adversity uh, demonstrates who we are in Christ Jesus. You know, because if we're never challenged, then we can't grow. So we need that, even though those challenges are pleasant. But it, it helps us in our spiritual growth. Of course, I know that I um, talk about running a lot. You know, I, I, I love it. Uh, you know, I'm outside trying to walk. I'm in a real uh, goal-oriented, driven place where I'm really working hard to get this weight off. Not coming off as fast as I would like. Uh, Brandy said, well, you act like if you eat a salad, you should lose 100 pounds. Why not? I mean, I ate the salad. I should have lost uh, quite a bit of weight to justify eating that crap. All right? So... I, I, I'm one of these guys, I hate vegetables, all right? I hate them, I don't like eating them, and I have to force myself to do it, so it's very difficult, so when I do that, I expect immediate results, and it's all fair that I don't, but nonetheless, uh, even in my walking, I still try to do a little light jog here and there, because I just, it's just something I love and enjoy. 
But uh, in regards to uh, anyone wanting to willingly embrace suffering, you know, because it is, uh, you know, when you're running, uh, you know, I can't explain it. You know, it's kind of, to me, it kind of goes back to those who ride motorcycles, all right? What's the old saying? For those, you know, those who understand, no explanation is necessary. For those who don't understand, no explanation is possible. You just either you love it or you don't. It's just one of those things that you, you know, you get your knees in the breeze. It just helps you to think, clear your head. It just, it just. I don't have, you know, it's hard to explain. And that's the way it is with, with running. It's just, you know, I get in a zone. You know, uh, I've, I've told people uh, in the neighborhood here, I said, if you holler at me or wave at me and I don't respond, don't don't take it personal because I kind of tunnel vision out and I, I'm thinking about things and working things out in my head and, and I'm praying and, I, and I'm just, there's just a lot going on there, all right? And I got my headphones in and I'm listening to stuff. And so I just kind of zone out, get in my own little little place, if you will. And so, in, in particularly when I was running 13 miles a day, uh, you know, it, uh, you know, your, your muscles are burning, you're out of breath, you're sweating, you don't know if you're going to take another step, you're thinking, boy, that sounds like so much fun, man, you're a crazy lunatic. Well, nobody's going to argue that, but nonetheless, <laughs> it's just something about driving and pushing yourself a little further, pushing yourself a little more, challenging yourself a little more. And I think it's indicative of the Christian walk is that we need to push ourselves a little more, take one more step, and you say, I can't do it. You know, so when you're in a, when I was a trainer in a gym, they'd be doing a rep, and they say, okay, I can't do it anymore. Come on, you can do one more. You can do one more rep. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, you motivate. You get them excited. You get them to push out that one more rep. You get them to push out this one more step. You know, you can do, if you did a mile, you can do a half a mile more. You know, it just, you just constantly challenging and pushing yourself. That's what produces the growth. That's what produces the results that you're wanting. And that's what we have to do as Christians is, is we get to uh, comfortable. You know, things get too convenient in our walk as Christians, and we're not challenging ourselves, and when adversity hits, we want to run. But God called us to be soldiers, and we are in a battle, and we have to be at the forefront of that battle, and prepared and be ready to fight. Uh, there was a story in uh, Mountain Living Magazine uh, in 2006. It features a cover story of an Olympic hopeful runner, Paul Stoneham. Uh, the article chronicles his many years of injuries as a result of his running career. It begins by quoting Paul's description of his divine and inner resolve with running. My relationship with Christ has paralleled my running career, and I don't know if next week I will be injured. There's a level of faith required in all these things. God is sovereign over what happens to me, and I find peace in that. So to reach his goal, all right, you know, he, he might have ran twice a day. He had to do things. But see, that's it. In order for to meet our goal spiritually, well, that's why we have to stay in the Word. That's what shows that discipline, to spend that time in prayer. That's what we have to do to prepare and be ready for the battle at hand. The battle is there. Right? As soon as you're, you're you, even in your sleep, you're battling, all right? The devil's trying to infiltrate your thoughts. You know, I, sometimes I, I can have really cool dreams. I mean, dreams that could be movie quality, you know, and some of the adventurous and crazy things I could dream. And then I could have dreams that are just nightmares, just the devil just attacking, and I wake up almost in a panic and hard to breathe because the devil's even attacking there. So not even in a moment's rest can you can you have without the devil trying to come after you. So you're constantly in the battle. 
All right, and if anybody tells you that it, it is not a uh, uh, an easy, it is, it is an easy way, uh, they're, they're lying to you because being a good soldier for Christ is very hard. Uh, in the early 20th century, there was an ad in London newspaper that read, Men wanted for hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness and constant danger, safe return, doubtful, honor recognition in case of success. And it's signed by the famous Arctic explorer Sir Ernest Shackleton. And, and believe it or not, thousands of men responded. Now, I'm sure you all know who Shackleton is. I'm sure you all were sitting there saying, oh, I know exactly who that is. Yeah, you all probably like me to have. I've never heard of him in your life. So, all right. But apparently he was famous. But what, was re, what is remarkable is despite this this. Uh, uh, description of the hardship that thousands responded to this ad. Well, with that said, uh, there was uh, a, a, a one, I can't even begin to say this last name, Wiersbe, W-I-E-R-S-B-E, I don't know, anyway, he writes, uh, uh, if Jesus had advertised for workers, the announcements might have, might have read something like this. Men and women wanted for difficult task of helping to build my church. You will often be misunderstood, even by those working with you. You will face constant attack from an invisible enemy. You may not see the results of your labor, and you will feel in your full reward will not come until after your work is completed. It may cost you your home, your ambitions, even your life. So, if you read that description... You know, it makes you wonder, would still, would still people, uh, would people still give their life over to Jesus Christ, understanding the adversity they may face as a result of that? But my friends, again, these temporal hardships are just that temporal. We have the reward of eternity with Christ Jesus. So that's what we have to keep our eyes focused on is Jesus. We have to be keep our eyes focused on the crown. See, just when I'm in a road race and I'm focused on that finish line, I am, I am, uh, I am focused on my pace. I am focused on pushing myself. I am focused on crossing that finish line. And when I run, uh, I, you know, everybody a long time ago, you got these guys that are like shade squirrels, and they take off, and I never see them again. These are the guys that, uh, before the race, they go, <laughs> you know, they ran a mile to warm up, and I'm like, man, get away from me. You know, those people you just want to slap, all right? But, uh, but when I'm running, I have my pace, you know, and I know what kind of time I want to be in. You know, I want to do, you know, like if I run a 5K or something like that, I want to keep at least a seven-minute mile minimum. And, um, and so and then when I get within uh, so many yards of the finish line, that's when I sprint with everything I have, with everything that I've got, I'm sprinting and to create across that finish line. I think I had a guy get mad at me. He said, because uh, I was running with you, and also you just took off and left. And he said, I thought I was going to beat you. <laughs> I said, well, so be it. But when I'm running and I try to keep my pace, I, uh, I, I do it because... Uh, I run it for my best friend Lance. He uh, he, he died of cancer. He had to, he lost his leg. He only had his amputated leg. His leg amputated once, but twice. Once below the knee, and once above the knee. And I think about him, and I think about my grandfather that passed away of cancer. And so I, I do this because, uh, or did that rather, because I because they couldn't. And so that's what drives me to do more. Well, it should be, you know, because of what Christ Jesus done for us on the cross to drive you to do more, to drive you through that hardship, to drive you through those trials. 
to drive you when trials hit and adversity hits and everything seems to be crumbling around you and your friends and your family are turning their back on you because of your faith in Jesus Christ. It drives you more because of what Christ did for you. And so you endure the battle. You persevere through the battle because you know one day you're going to cross that finish line and you will be victorious and you were here. Well done, good and faithful servant. Keep up the fight. Keep pushing forward. Never give up. Go, 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 and never give up. Don't let the devil try to trip you. Don't let the devil think he can break you because he can't. You have the power of God that resides within you, and you will be victorious. So, my friends, as we go through and face the battles of the day, realize who's on your side, that Jesus Christ is running beside of you. Just like uh, there were times in the road races when my dad would run beside me and me quoting scripture that encouraged me as I ran those races. Jesus Christ is running beside of you. And when you feel tired and feel weary, Jesus says, you can do it. You, I am with you. Wherever you go, I am with you. You can do it. You feel like you can take another step. You don't feel like you can take another breath of air. But Jesus Christ is right there beside of you, encouraging you and helping you. And one day, you will cross that finish line and you'll be so happy. And you can look back and say, wow, man, look how far God has brought me. So my friends, we're in this battle. Don't think that you're not. You know, we don't have the convenience of laying by the pool and playing on our phone. We are in a battle. We are soldiers. So just like that song, Onward Christian Soldiers. My friends, keep on pushing forward and never give up. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for your encouragement. Lord, thank you for helping us to endure and to persevere. Help us, Lord Jesus, to continue the fight. And Lord Jesus, and understand that when we're going through those challenges of life, that you're doing that to help us to grow and to be closer to you and to show more dependence upon you. Let us show more obedience towards you each and every day. Lord, is there anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, as I pray every day, be with all my family and friends who are watching and listening this morning. Pray that you watch over, protect them as they're going out and coming in. Lord, be with our kids who are going to school, work, or play. Put a holy edge of protection about them. Keep them safe. Bring them home safely, Lord Jesus. Lord, be with all those who requested prayer last night and at church, online. Lord, you know the hearts, minds, and needs. Pray that you continue to heal my wife. Be with her today as she goes to the doctor. I pray that you for healing on Kim Penix where she had surgery, Greg Mullins. And I pray that you be in the family of Pat Morton. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do hope everybody has a good day today. I truly do. And uh, I, uh, you know, I, uh, I just want to read the lyrics to Onward Christian Soldiers real quick. Onward Christian Soldiers marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before Christ the Royal Master leads against the foe forward in battle see his banners go Onward Christian Soldiers marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. March on my Christian friends because we are in this battle we're in this war we're not in it alone. So remember, my friends, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. Oh, love. Love